partners with mid senior level leaders who are facing professional challenges and seeking greater effectiveness and fulfillment in their role most of his current clients are startup ceos or leaders in tech there is a lot more to leland's story that we may hear from leland itself because he is here with us leland welcome to the show first off thank you karen thanks for having me thank you again let's begin with the journey leland you said that earlier in our conversation you are from singapore so what fascinated you towards united states and when did you think that i am moving to united states and making a career there yeah thanks so i was born and raised in hong kong and i lived there for 16 years mm-hmm. and you know when i was younger i used to also watch movies and things like that about the us and sort of had this idea of the american dream and when i hit high school i had a lot of friends from hong kong who were moving to other places like the uk and the us and australia and i really wanted a change in my life i had been going to the same school for 12 years and it sort of got a little bit repetitive and at the time i sort of didn't realize but i really like a lot of novelty in my life and so i took a chance and i applied to a boarding school in california and i moved here to the us when i was 16 wow and when did the thought of becoming a coach came into that it came into oh that was much later so i'm in my fourth career now as a coach i've been mostly in tech for the last 15 or so years as an engineer as as a program manager and then as a people manager and over time i started to realize that the most fulfilling part of my day was really working with my team you know helping them to accomplish something or you know to give a big presentation that they couldn't give before or you know to reach success or the next promotion or to find a different job that was more fulfilling and i actually credit a huge mentor of mine Debbie Cohen where she said to me one day she said Leland I see that with all the work you're doing you actually love working with people the most and your team loves you and your peer loves you and there's this thing called coaching and I was like sports coaching what are you talking about she said no there's this thing called professional leadership coaching and I think you should check it out and that really opened the door you know to me trying it out and actually taking a course and then getting certified and I absolutely loved it it changed my world and honestly i feel super fortunate that i get to spend my days almost all of my time now really helping other people succeed of course what a story uh, nilan can you now tell us about over the years there have been so many success stories that you have transformed is there any one in particular tell us about a client success story who is on the top of the mind right now let's see so one that comes to mind is i worked with the ceo of a company she had been ceo for about 10 years Maybe it's about 30 or 40 people in the company and she's really a visionary and over the course of the 10 years she had sort of built this role for herself where she was managing more of the day-to-day operations and when we started working together she said to me you know I really miss having time for the visioning for the creativity for the strategy and flame an hour at a time slowly slowly and at the end of that we actually were able to carve out an entire day every Thursday every week where she was not in any meeting and she could fully trust her team and she was able to get that time back to you know to be able to do the creative visioning and she ended up you know building out a new product line that brought in a million dollars within about a year so it was really great to kind of get back to her core of what she really saw as as her greatest strength wow so nilan can you now tell us about the steps did you use any particular steps not just in this plan but do you use any particular steps methodologies or strategies to make the transaction 
Sure. I mean, I think at a high level, it's really about the individual. And if I could put a framework around it, I would say first is really tapping into somebody's vision, not just what they want to do, but who they want to become. You know, James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Habits, he talks a lot about identity-based behavior change. So if you can see yourself as, as becoming someone who has certain habits or behaviors, that can be the most powerful catalyst for change. So I work with people a lot on their vision and having being able to create this vision that is so inspiring to them and compelling that they want to become that person. And from there, we then use that to say, okay, now how do we take this goal and break it down into tiny little steps? Because oftentimes if you try to climb a huge mountain, it's like super overwhelming. But if you can break it down into small steps, I really think that the smaller, the chunk, the better, and then work toward those steps with a, you know, with a partner who can provide some accountability. That's a huge part of it. After that, we also think about, okay, so then what are the ways that you might get tripped out? So if you're a perfectionist, like I have some of those tendencies. If you're a procrastinator, I have some of those tendencies, right? We're all human too. So how do you balance the striving with some compassion for being human and find a way that we can tailor the approach to really work with your style? And I really believe that if somebody wants to help themselves, there's a way to figure out how to achieve really big goals by taking it one step at a time. One step at a time to achieve really big goals and the smaller the step, the better it is because that way you can keep more peace of mind. Tell us about goal setting and goal getting, a little bit about that, right? So let's say somebody in our rural world has a monetary goal, which is a revenue-based goal. So how to look at it, how to break it down into steps as you just mentioned and how to make most of our day. Yeah, I think one of the most important inquiries you can do when you have a goal is to first ask, is this the right goal? And so using this technique called the five whys. Okay, so, so let's say that you have a, have a monetary goal. Why is that important to you? What's underneath that? And you keep asking why, why, why? And I think the more that you can drill down into the real reason, is it that you're looking for freedom or fulfillment? Are you trying to provide for your family? How much is enough? I find that most people that have a certain goal tends to be surface level or that people really haven't thought about it that much, especially if it's something around fame or status or money or prestige. I work with a lot of MBAs in my MBA program and a lot of people are chasing titles and salary. And it's not that there's anything inherently wrong with that, but I think if we can take more time to really understand what was truly fulfilling, I think it might orient us in a different direction. And so Jim Carrey had this quote in one of his commencement speeches, and I'm going to paraphrase, where he said, it's always been my hope that people achieve all of the fame and money and status that they want so that they can see that that's not really the answer. So I think really getting more clear on what it is that you truly want will orient you in the right direction. And it'll get you more in tune with what is that real North Star, that real goal. Because there are many ways to, for example, hit a monetary goal. But are you doing it, it in a way that is aligned with your values, like integrity? I think that that's a really key question in sort of setting up the problems so that you're solving for the right thing. Wow. So, of course, you have to make sure that you know the reason why, asking yourself why questions time and again to understand the root cause of why you really need it. And once you know it, maybe it is much more easy to pursue the same goal but with a different attitude, with a different mindset, and with a different perspective. 
Yeah, you were saying something. Yeah, I just I would love to build on that by adding one other framework that I think is helpful is to think about inputs and outputs. Outputs might be something like, you know, how much money you're making. And some of that you can control, but oftentimes a lot of it you can't control. Inputs are the things that you can control, like making phone calls or sending emails, all this stuff. And so I always like to also separate inputs from outputs. And when you're working toward a goal, how do you build systems based on the inputs? Because those are things that you can measure and control and trust that the outputs will take care of themselves. And if they don't, then how do you adjust the inputs? Just wanted to add that in terms of you know, being able to achieve goals. Great insight. It completely depends upon the input because the output may differ. And based on what the difference is, you can always alter the inputs and make the necessary changes to make the thing that the way that you want it. And Leland, tell us about the misconceptions about coaching. Yeah, misconceptions. I think one misconception that I see a lot about coaching is that coaches have all the answers. We don't. I really believe that very strong coaches hold the belief that the answers are within people themselves, but they're often clouded over by fear or our conditioning or stories. And so when I work with someone, I, you know, I tell them, I am not the expert on your life or on your business. You are. But I can ask questions. I can draw out. I can help you discover. I can move out. I'm away some of the fear so that you can come to your own answers. And so I think that's one of the misconceptions that I see is that people will sometimes think of coaches as having answers. If you're giving a lot of advice, I tend to think of that more as mentoring or consulting. Whereas coaching, I think, is about really drawing out people's own wisdom. Yes. Coaches are going to not give you all the right answers, but they may give you the right questions, which may lead to you finding out from your inner wisdom the right answers for yourself. Yeah. And to add to that, I would say that a great coach will help you come up with your own great questions. Wow. So that was completely out of the box, but now we get it. And Leland, tell us about something that you yourself use keep yourself motivated and inspired as a coach. Wow. Well, as I was talking to you before this show, you know, this summer, my family and I all caught COVID for the first time, actually from a jiu-jitsu class that I went to. And it was a really hard time in terms of our health. We were, you know, we were positive at home for two weeks. I don't know, you know, for those of you that are parents, but it was really hard to take care of a sick baby while we're both also sick and you can't ask for any help because it's COVID. And, you know, coming out of that experience, I said, all right, I really want to prioritize my health. And I started to build sort of a daily routine around, you know, doing things that I've never really done, like stretching, for example, and like drinking water in the morning. And I wanted to add something to that, which is taking a cold shower, just cold every morning. And it's hard. I don't know if you feel like had that experience. And so to answer your question, you know, one of the tools that I use is I ask myself, I say, okay, I, I think about future Leland. 20 years from now. The Leland that I want to be, is that someone who I want him to look back having had all those cold showers? And the answer is yes. And so when I think about it from that standpoint, I've really already made the decision. And so I just jump in the shower and make it happen because the person that I want to be is the person who was going through that. So in the moment, man, it doesn't get easier. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be rough. That I'm like, the person I want to be is that. And that is enough of a push to get me in the shower. And then 30 seconds later, it's like, all right, I can do this. And I feel great every single time I do it. So that's something that helps me is actually having a conversation with my future self. 
Wow, having a conversation with your future self is something that what an amazing idea because that shock can give you the insight that what is the right thing to do or not what the easy thing to do is. Tell us about an amazing story that you think about about coaching, not just working with you or but just in general. What difference does a coach make? Yeah, well, you know the thing that comes to mind is to actually share with you when I was a client. So when I went to my first coach training, it was a it was a three day weekend, and on the second day, I was called up in front of the class to be coached by the head instructor. It was twelve minutes of coaching, and at the time, I was thinking about leaving my corporate job, and I was terrified because you know coming from a Chinese family, you never leave your job without having another job lined up, right? It's crazy. How could you do that? And in twelve minutes. This person, Susan, completely changed how I thought about the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Not only moving from a place of fear and doubt and shame to accepting the uncertainty, right? If I'm going to leave, it's okay, but actually looking forward to it, which sounds nuts now that I talk about it. But in 12 minutes, she was able to reframe for me what it meant to leave something stable and traditional and safe. And go out and say, "I'm going to try this thing and start my own business." So, as someone who's been on the receiving end and continues to invest in coaches, because I really believe it's a lifelong thing, I really love and can't say enough about the impact of coaching in helping us see our own beliefs, see our own stories, and then have the agency or the power to say, "Is this something I still want to hold on to or not?" Because most of those beliefs. Are unconscious. They've been programmed into us, and so unlearning different things is such a big part of what I think you know coaching is. So some people call this mindset coaching. I just think it's part of the whole journey of self discovery, right? Because we're born, and then we learn all these things. And I think as we get older, we start to question. And I really think that that questioning is is a great thing. And so questioning your own stories and your own beliefs, so that you have a little bit more. Influence over the direction that you want to take your life. So I, I'm just a huge lover of it all. Great story. Now everybody listening to this conversation, consider getting the coach. And let's say you resonated with Leland, and consider reaching out to Leland for some coaching. Please give us some ways of reaching out to you. What are some good ways of getting a hold of you? Sure. The easiest way is just my website. So LelandFranklin.com is the easiest way, or you can find me on LinkedIn. LelandFranklin.com. So do reach out, guys. Our next question: Tell us about affirmations. Tell us about visualization. Does any of this stuff work, and to what extent? I'm going to give you a slightly different answer here, perhaps than you're expecting. Generally, I'm a huge believer in experimentation, and so I would encourage everyone who's listening to try on things for yourself, almost like clothes. So I had a mentor of mine from 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 college who said, "Take different ideas and try them on, and see if they fit you." So instead of me saying if this works or not, I would encourage you to take two, three, four weeks and try. For example, you know, first thing in the morning, like writing down your goals, or you know, writing down "I am courageous" something, or you know, you can meditate on the feeling of what it would be like to have an amazing year next year, and then see what happens. Because I can't tell you if it's going to work for you. I can tell you, for me, I've had a lot of success, and I would say magic happen. Because of the intentions I put out, so I would say try for yourself and see what happens. Experiment, guys. That's a great answer because you never know what will work for you and what won't, and they should try. So, Leland, you you have been a great guest. 
please tell us about something that that might change the entrepreneur's life listening to this conversation in terms of taking the action steps after listening to this conversation so what do you suggest the listener does after hearing this conversation wow that's a tall ask i would say what is the thing that you know you need to do that you've been putting off maybe it's a conversation a hard one that you know you should have with a coworker or a family member maybe it's writing that email that you've been putting off because it's a little bit scary maybe it's reaching out to someone maybe it's honoring your value of movement and exercise in the morning and you've just been you know giving yourself excuses so whatever that is my challenge for you is to do it in the next 24 hours just take some action be bold and see what happens be bold and see what happens guys because the action that you have been resisting to take for so long might be the action that completely transform your life again final question what would be the book that you would name the after your life story if if you were to write a book about yourself what would be the name of the book you know this is a hard question for me because i feel like i'm still writing my whole story and there's a lot of chapters left but if you were to put a gun to my head right now and say what would you call the book the the best thing that i can come up with is the title it's not about me it's not about me and the reason is i really believe that when i'm in my best moments these days with a friend with a client with my family the leland kind of disappears and i feel like i'm a conduit for something else that's working through me so if you're going to write a book about my life you have to talk about all the other people and how much they've contributed to my life and hopefully how i've also contributed to them so that's my title it's not about me not about me by leden packlin and leden all your answers bring a huge smile on my and of course all our listeners faces because you have been so great with your answers thank you so much for such a great conversation today it was a pleasure to meet you and an honor to host you well thank you for the opportunity this is really fun and i really appreciate all all of your questions thank you again with that said that was today's episode of the sparking entrepreneur show if you resonated with leden consider reaching out to him at leadbomb i am your host kiran agrawal signing off for the day you guys take care bye guys